Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. So, welcome everybody. Today we're going to have a conversation about coaching. And the coaching, coaching, the importance behind coaching. It's good to know what we're going to talk about. And being coached. Right. What about so being coachable? Coaching, right. being, approachable. Coach, being coachable, <laughs> being approachable, and so on and so forth. So, we, uh, I think everybody up here has been at, at something or somewhere where they've received coaching. We've all had our different experiences in it, and so I think we all have something to share about it. And I know, specifically, Melina is currently going through some coaching and training, and don't tell, I'm not telling anybody that, so. No? You want, I don't sorry. want to tell you, anybody. I yeah, am. I've been going through coaching styles of bebe. Since you're a bebe? <laughs> so a bebe? Yeah, there's. A bebe's kid? Yeah, um, getting house broken or potty oh, training. Oh, wow. And then they taught me how to walk, and it just was on from there. Sam <laughs> It just kept going. Okay. He growled right now. Right. Oh, sorry. sorry. You guys are talking crazy. <laughs> so, anyhow. I am, but I'm, I'm just not. I'm no, not. I, I'm not, and I'm not saying for you to share I know, thank you. I appreciate that. But the point is, you well, never stop. The point stop. is that you never yeah, stop, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, it's something that you have to pursue. We talked a little bit about that last night right at the yep. MM, that you're always growing, you're always stretching, and you have to be exposed to those things to be able to continue to grow. If not, you become stagnant, and with that comes nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothingness. So specifically, I think that we should talk a little bit about how we look at coaching, right? So I don't know who wants to start. Who wants to go first? Everybody's looking. Everybody. I call John. <laughs> Johnny. He had it looking. Johnny, right. I, I saw it. I can see it. I mean, I was talking last night at the MMM about you know how how we're actually in a transitional stage. You know, Celine and I as coaches and how we want to change what it is that we're doing to be able to bring more in a coaching, from a coaching perspective. You know, I've, I've always been a coach from the way of coaching soccer, you know, working with kids, working with adults, you know, coaching from a very different perspective. But it's still very similar. Even though it's soccer versus real estate, you know, it's still working with people. And, you know, you can, you can teach and you can teach and you can teach, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're coaching and coaching. So you've got to teach a lot of stuff, but then there's more to the coaching in the way of something simple like, you know, having having a coaching call, having a coaching conversation with people to, hey, where you at? What's been happening this week? You know, you've set your goals. You know, I want to door knock 15 doors a week. Can I have that coaching call with them to say, hey, how's it going? You know, something as simple as that versus the idea of actually getting out there, walking them through the steps of door knocking, for instance, you know, Two very different sides of coaching. So, you know, even though we've been in this a couple of years now and, and coached a lot of students, we, we're always looking for ways to improve. And I think with some of the changes that we're doing here is great, you know, but personally, we, we want to grow too. So. I think that's such, a, that's such an important piece of, of this conversation in that um, I think people get confused between maybe the expectations of what it means to, to, to have a coach, right? And does that, you know... What does that relationship actually look like, and what what is a realistic expectation, you know, from somebody who's who's coaching you? So, like I, what I hear you saying, John, is I have I you know Celine and I have a certain um, certain goals that we want to attain in our personal business, and part of those goals are to 
be better coaches because we yep. know that being better coaches means that it's just going to make us stronger in our business, stronger mm -hmm. in, in what we are doing. So it's sort of that win-win kind of situation, which I think is amazing. Um, I think that's what you know makes that's what makes a great coach. Mm -hmm. um, and but I, 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 you know, I'm always concerned about people hearing coaching, and then hearing something like you know, hey, calling up our students and what are you doing? You know, you set goals, are yeah. you right? And yeah, I think yeah. that's great. But I also there's a part of me that feels like um, I, I don't want people to have that expectation. No, I get you. Do you I, know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and, and we talk very specifically about it to say, you know, this is not a coaching call to say, did you get out of bed today and actually do something? Right. You know, right. it's it's very different. It's it's, it's more set up. So I'm, maybe it's more it's more identified. Yes. It's more specific. There's a goal to it. There's mm -hmm. a specific, you know, that we've talked about with individuals, you know, that that I'm working closely with. Mm -hmm. So it's not. A broad sense of hey, I'm just going to call everybody and say hey, how's it going? You know what you're doing. Yeah, it's people that I have a very specific relationship with, and you know, for me, it does tie into when like last night at the MMM we talked about leadership and initiative, mm -hmm. and the idea that you know to be a, a leader you have to have that initiative and it has to be ingrained in you to to be a leader, mm -hmm. and specifically we listened to a Tony Robbins video. And he talked about um, he talked about what it is that you're doing as a leader, but not doing it for yourself. Mm. So, for me, the idea of coaching is I'm providing something for somebody else. So it's not all about me. Right. You know, th th there's an element that you come back to to say, okay, I'm looking to grow my business, sure. or the people I'm coaching, sure. I'm working with them for a reason because I see the potential in what they, mm. you know, they can do and how it can you know, help my business grow as well, but it's more with the purpose of how can I help that individual mm -hmm. or that group of people to be able to get to the next level in their business. And, and mainly because somebody did it with me before. So yeah. it's kind of passing down the baton and, you know, can we turn yeah. newbie investors into he senior? the baton. The baton, sorry, the baton. That's a baton. A baton. For America, that means a baton. The thing that they pass in relay races, okay? So yeah, the baton. The stick, yeah. I was just thinking about um, what he was saying, and when we're working with our students and we're coaching them, what is vastly different is that every single thing that I'm coaching them on, I do. Yeah. Every day. It's nothing that's just theory. It's like, this is how I do things. Coach, I, you know, I, like your baseball coach, they may not necessarily play at your level or your league, right. but in this business, I'm doing everything they do in my business every day. So that's a huge difference. For sure. So It's not theoretical. It's come totally not. I'm not talking about anything that was taught to me out of the book. It's this is my business. It's what I do, and I'm making sure that we're on the same page so we can do deals together and we can work together. So we're speaking the same language. So that's a huge difference for me that I just really grasp onto right now because in that coaching, it's what I'm doing that day, every day. So it's like I can't even get disengaged from it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't even go and tell somebody something that I, you know, like, yeah, let me know how that works out. It's like, no, th this is what I have to do today also. <laughs> we're yeah. doing the same thing, well, same that's, activity. That's a, that's a great point that um, what I experienced when I was seeking coaching was that People were willing to share information with me, mm -hmm. but it was stuff that happened 10 years ago. Yeah. 
eight years ago. Yes. Right? It, was, it was historical facts. <laughs> and if I wanted history, I would have gone to school and taken a history class. Right? <laughs> right. Or you can that, read that on Google or I anyway. Can, or I can find it on, on the internet, right? And, mm. and so, so, so I appreciate the fact that you point out the fact that you want to be coached by someone who's actually doing mm -hmm. what you're looking to do and achieve versus somebody who's been there, done that, and today doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, you know, the first sure. thing they ask is, so what have your results been with this? You know, you can't say, well, I don't know. Well, you're telling me to do this. No, I can tell them exactly what my results are with what I'm coaching them on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. yeah I think that's great. I think that's, a, um, that's what makes this, you know, what's, what makes, I think, our course so, um, so amazing and, is, and unique mm -hmm. is that every single person, you know, there's, there's some, you know, uniformity, right? in what we do, but then there's the very human element in what we do, you know, the way Frank um, door knocks isn't going to be exactly the same as what, mm -hmm. you know, the way you door knock, John, right? I don't um, have that cool British accent. Obviously, you would sound nearly as cool. That's pretty good, you can do it. Good job all day. it. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, I think that's the unique part, and then, you know, um, having, like, for example, the, like, you guys have a team, and you guys work together. And so you've, you've come to the realization in your business where you guys can recognize, hey, these are our strengths and weaknesses in coaching. So you guys are actually coaching people as a team. It's like individually together, which is really cool. And you guys have kind of, would you agree that you guys, you know, well, I know we do this as leadership when we're looking at um, assigning coaches or connecting people. A lot of it is based on personality, right, and um, geographical, you know, regions, but just really, like, even age, experience, culture, those things all actually play a lot into it, you know, and maybe we don't want to admit that, but that's the truth, and I think that's really powerful, and sometimes we find that um, the diversity in people is what makes them really, really strong. It's not necessarily that they, we have all the same, you know, qualities or experiences, it's the diversity and I think that's such a powerful thing about what we have here at the club, mm -hmm. you know? You know, the other, the other thing that I'm, I, I always think about as well is that as coaches, we are always constantly coaching each other as well. I know. You know, you sitting, sitting in the classroom, you know, four and a half years ago, listening to what was going on and realizing I really didn't know anything. <laughs> and, oh my God, I was plugging into a system where I could actually have some coaching was great. Mm -hmm. You know, now getting to the stage of, you know, me and Oscar went out to see a property yesterday. We did a walkthrough, and you know, I know Oscar's level of experience mm -hmm. in the business, in, in you know, in the building, you know, from all the deals that he's done before. So as I'm walking around with him, sure, I know what pictures I want to take. Sure. But it may just be some something simple as we're walking through, and Oscar's like, "Hey, take a picture of this," and he <laughs> taps on something that I never saw mm -hmm. because I didn't think about looking in that specific area. Mm -hmm. So you know, we're always coaching each other. Yeah. You know, it's. The way we talk to people, it, it may be one person's strengths versus one person's weakness versus the knowledge aspect of being able to, you know, coach more about the deals and the specifics, you know, versus, you know, somebody like myself that had to learn all that very, very quickly, but it's because I was surrounded by more experienced coaches and then ultimately somebody like yourself, which, you know, then provides that different coach. Uh, I don't really know if you want to mention the word mentor, but... You know, because there's a huge difference there that people often don't recognize between a coach and a mentor, but having coaches, having mentors, really is what helps mm -hmm. helps us all to grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What, Tim, what? <laughs> I was just thinking, you mentioned, um, 
Uh, is this thing is, on? <laughs> I, I don't hear myself. So. I know. I don't we hear you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think about what, what John just mentioned, the difference between a coach and a mentor. And I think I didn't understand that when I first got started. Mm -hmm. I thought that, um, I, you know, I, I read all these books and things and, and all these other educational programs and they told me you need a mentor. I really thought the mentor was going to be like on the field with me. Right. Um, but I, I grew to learn that like a mentor, is that's not what a mentor is. A mentor no. kind of just guides, it's there to answer a couple questions. But I always think as a coach, like I remember you know, playing baseball in, in high school and I had this one coach that I really loved playing for, but he would coach third base and he would literally get in the dirt Mm. Like lay down on the ground and say, you know, slide, get down. He would, right. he would get in the dirt. <laughs> yes. And he was, like, I look at that as what we do, right? Mm -hmm. We're yes. going to get in the dirt with you. We, we're playing the game every day. Like Frank said, you know, we don't talk about things that we don't do on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, when you come to us with a homeowner, we're going to get in the dirt with you and, and take, you know, take this to the next level. Yes. Yes, that's great. I think sometimes people's expectations are... You know, it's always it's always marred by what's happened in your past. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk a lot about this. We talk about our club specifically. You know, and then talk about you know we come across so many people that have been out there and said, oh, I bought some coaching program or I bought some mentoring program, and it wasn't what they expected. Mm -hmm. But it's also what what we wouldn't have expected either. Right. You know, we already know that's not really what you're getting. Right. You know, you can't have a mentor that's in a different state that calls you up once every four months and has a 15-minute phone call with you, right. you know. You hear him the page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang on, you asked me a question, I'm looking for that specific question. Oh, here's my answer, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, it's just so irrelevant. Yes. Right, it's just so irrelevant, and that's not even what a mentor would do anyway, mm -hmm. right? A mentor is really so much more personal, mm -hmm. um, right, about deeper, deeper, you know. I always think about mentoring as um, it's always higher and deeper. Like, if that makes sense? That's exactly what yeah. I reach for the mic. Because yeah. <clears throat> for me, a mentor is somebody who has the experience, mm -hmm. still does it, yeah. but isn't focused on the being in the trenches. Yeah. They're focused on working on you as an individual yeah. to help you become better at who you need to be. Yeah. Right? To pull out. They're able to see the things that you can't see, both good and bad, and they get rid of some things, and they bring out the good things out of you. Mm -hmm. right? That, to me, is what a mentor does. Mm -hmm. And, like... John was saying, you can't do that in 15 minutes on a phone call. No. That's impossible. No. Right? That's exactly right. And by the way, phone call? Yeah. yeah. I can't read your body language. Right. I don't see what you know. Are you even prepared for this conversation right now? I can't see any of that. So for me, it has to be one-on-one, face-to-face, that type of thing. So big difference, right? And even hey. coaching has to be that way. Yeah. Could you use Zoom? What's that? <laughs> Do tell. Oh my goodness, that's like such a great idea. What a segue that was. That was, that was, that was smooth. Could you use a video chat? Would it be a video chat? Um, yeah, which is really funny. Remember we were watching, um, what's that show we were watching, Tim? Uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, right? Yeah. right? I don't I know if you've Have you watched? Oh, no. Is Silicon Valley? Oh, my gosh. You should watch it. It's hilarious. It's Hulu Chat? Yeah, Hulu Chat. Hulu chat. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. If somebody could come up with that. And then that's what Zoom is. Yeah. Anyway. So it wouldn't be funny if you don't know what Silicon Valley is. 
Yeah, it's a good one. Do they? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, so exciting. Yes. Love that show. It's, it's, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what were you? Uh, Those back to the Zoom app. Bite to the Zoom app and coaching. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> earlier we talked a little. I, I talked a little bit about Zoom and yeah. Zoom US. <laughs> US guys, not like United States. US, right? Uh, unlike what Frank US said. <clears throat> so, anyways, the the app. There's a phone app, there's a computer uh, portion of it, you can do it on the web browser and so forth. The, the idea is that it becomes more of a face-to-face -face <coughs> mm -hmm. You can interact that way, you can share the screen, there's a lot of technology behind it that's great. So we're looking at now doing that with the people that we coach. Mm -hmm. right? So and, exciting. And it's, it's going to be cool. Um, we're, we're, we're looking at having, what are we doing, twice a month? Twice a month. Twice a month yep. uh, video conference calls. Um, with all of the folks that we're coaching, the four of us, the five of us, the eight of us, there's going to be a number of the coaches on there. It's going to be, it's going to be good. Um, the topics, right, they're going to be fairly open-ended. It's really helping people through their struggles. <clears throat> now, like John is talking about doing this with directly with the people that he coaches with mm -hmm. as well. Frank mm -hmm. is doing that already. Mm -hmm. We talked about doing that as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of value behind that application, that service. And really, for everybody out there that's going to use it, it's free. Yeah. So you don't have to really awesome. pay for anything. It's just, you know, we'll, we, we're absorbing some of the costs. They may enter the club and so forth. They're absorbing some of the costs on our end to be able to provide the service to you. But for yeah. you, it's, it's free. Um, and it's not just, it's going to be something that you can use in your business as well. Right? Right. You know, like Tim was saying, you had people walk through yeah. the property, right? So why don't you share a little bit about that? Well, I've done um, video walkthroughs with, with uh, you know, students. I've uh, actually talked to homeowners with and for the, the club member. Um, were, you sitting at your, were you sitting at your desk? Um, one of them I was actually driving in my car. Really? I had, car, I had it mounted up on my radio, and, I don't know, up on, you know, on my dash there, and I had it coming over the radio. And That's pretty awesome. I sat there talking to the homeowner um, with the, the student, and we, we were able to help that homeowner out, and um, we ended up putting that homeowner under contract, so we, we use it, it um, a lot. It's great. It's really great. So, um, did you did they put Zoom? So I see that Zoom is up there on the screen on our screen. Does oh. that mean does that mean anything to us or to anybody who's watching us right now? Or am I just completely? It means nothing. It means it's just it, Kevin. It, it, it means there? nothing for. Speak right up, now. Adriana. <laughs> so what, what we yeah, will do? Yeah, you go ahead and eat your food because we're not starving up here no, at all. We have to steal it. I think we're ready for it. Yeah. Gosh. Um, all right. So they're just getting ready back there. Break. So for you guys, we're looking at the wall. <laughs> we should have lunch. And there's a projector screen that shows us what they're going to they're going to be putting out there for everybody to see. So we will eventually tune into that. Um, but I, I, again, I think we let's to wrap up the conversation about the coaching Sorry. itself. Yes. Right? Is, Squirrel. Um, you need to go out there and identify with who you want to work with. Mm -hmm. right? Make sure that the dynamics work mm -hmm. and that ultimately people, the people you seek out are actually doing what you're looking to do. Right? You surround yourself with the right people, to your point, John. Right? When you came here, you learned quickly because you're surrounded by the people mm -hmm. that are doing it. Frank's point, right? He does it day in and day out, so coaching is easier that way, number one. And number two, you're getting... The coachee, right, mm -hmm. is getting real-time live information today, not what happened six years ago, eight years ago, ten years ago. 
Yeah. In our industry, the market changes so much yep. that we have to remain diverse enough to be able to take on the responsibility of teaching people and to stay active in the market, mm -hmm. right? You guys agree? Yep. Yeah, um, every day. Um, um, I have a, I have a question something. for each one of you, actually. I'm going to throw you each. all kind of on the spot right now. Hold on. No, I think, you know, here's my question for you. Um, what, like, if, if, I'm, if I'm your student, right, and I'm, I'm what, what would you expect from <coughs> me as your student to get your time? Like, when we get your attention uh, to get your time? Be coachable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah? Frank's just said, you know, the big word, be coachable. Okay. You know, it, I, I think I related to both coaching soccer when I was, because I did that for so long, and then now coaching real estate, but, you know, kids are the hardest people to work with. You know, yeah. little kids in coaching soccer are the hardest people to work with, but if they stand there and say, coach, teach me. Yes. Now you've got something to work with, and it's based upon them having a level of respect for the knowledge that you have mm -hmm. to be able to give to them. As Frank said, you're, you're never asking somebody to do something you don't do yourself. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be coachable to say, I need help. Yeah. And I'm plugging into this because I do need help, and I do recognize that you know, you've been out there and done this. You, you, you know, you, quite often people say, like, what are the pitfalls? You know, well, we could teach you all day long on what not to do because most people have done it and you've learned from that experience. So 100%. as our coaching gets better, we're actually, I feel like, you know, my coaching gets better because I got coached great because they got coached great and you're always learning and learning from experience. But you still need a student that says, I want to be coached. And, okay. if, and if that doesn't happen, then that's where you will get that conflict. That's where the relationship won't work. And... Maybe it does make sense you find a different coach. That happens. Yeah, that does happen, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's actually, I think, I think that's like the best part is that, you know, people are assigned a, a certain coach for fulfillment purposes, for example, through our club. And then if afterward it makes sense that they work better with somebody else, we, we give people the full authority and, and encouragement actually to do so, yeah. right? So, so, all right. What else? Who else wants to share? What do you, what do you like? How do I get your time if I'm your student? Uh, for me, I think. For me, I think in my experience, everybody stands in front of me and says, "I want to be coached." Okay. The challenge for me <laughs> comes when I tell them what to do and they don't do it. Like oh. show up to class, you know. Show up, show up. So for me, the things that really grab my attention is when. I see somebody here. We have club meetings every month. We have, you know, mastering the mindset meetings every couple of weeks. The people that show up to all of these things and actually are here and are, you can see that they're actually um, working the business. When they ask questions, there's not a whole lot of what if. There's a, <laughs> hey, I talked to the homeowner and the homeowner said this, what do I do? Yes. There's not a what if I go and the homeowner says this. Well, <laughs> has the homeowner said that? No, okay, well, go get a homeowner and tell you that, and I'll give you the answer. Right? So for me, Actually, that's the first very thing. important. Right. For me, it's the action and plugging in, like, I, you know, and um, I don't think I ask too much, really. I mean, well, I so, okay, so I think that's, because I, I agree 100%. I think we could all agree that, that that's, we all would agree with that, right? I don't think one of us are going to disagree with what exactly you just said. And really, it's because we've provided, you know, a, a platform 
for people to be able to get their business up and running. Like it's like a business in a box. And we provide all of these opportunities for folks to be able to do that. And when you have somebody who is now like a, a member of the club, right, and they don't, but they would rather have you, right, tell them something, and like the what if, I think that's great. Um, it, it is, because I think it goes back to what John said. That, to me, shows sort of a lack of respect of your position. Well, your time, of course, because it's like, well, if you were at class, you would have heard everything that you just what ifed me about, right? I mean, it's kind of true, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about being coachable. We talk about, you know, building that relationship. I think I was just thinking something that, You've got to like each other. It's not just a case of yeah. somebody standing in front of you and says, hey, I need coaching. <laughs> it's like, well, you, you, you said it. You, you know, If they're putting the time and if they're showing up, I've come across some people where I just see them and because of what they're doing, the effort that they're putting in, I'm thinking, they're kind of like similar to how I used to be. Oh. You know, I, I, see, I, I see that similarity mm -hmm. in you know, this person, this couple, and say, you know what? I'm interested to coach you because I feel you have something that you know, you could grow with the right coaching. That's so there's, there's got to be a mutual, a mutual like, a mutual respect there. Otherwise, it's just not, you know, hey, I need coaching and come one, come all kind of thing. That's great. Did you have something, Spoon? Yeah, Amir says, when do you push someone to fulfill his or her potential versus letting it come from them? Always feels like it's an invisible line. Yeah. That's from Amir? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Next. Awesome. <laughs> you better be going out door knocking today. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> There's that invisible line. I just stepped over it. Get your backside out door knocking. <laughs> That's a great question, actually. Any other questions? It goes back to we calling didn't... them up and saying, are you awake yet? Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I think that um, that invisible line that, that he refers to is... It could be non-existent, right? Mm -hmm. So long as the person that's looking to be coached is willing to do a couple things. And one is acknowledge and identify that I need to make a change. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, be willing to commit to making that change, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's easy for the coach to step back if the coach is good at what they do, to step back and see that and be willing to pour into that person. Mm -hmm. Versus the coach trying to dig it out dig it out and dig it out, right? Because what that tells me is if I, if I have to work that hard to pull it out of someone, am I forcing them to do something that they really don't want to do, that they're not willing to do, and then are we going to spend too much time doing that and waste time? You know, it's interesting. I was just thinking about all of the mastermind, mastering the mindset meetings and, um, you know, Sunday and all of the things that we talk about as far as the mindset I think we do a great job of preparing our students to be coached. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're willing to do the things, they understand the mindset, and I, I think that solves a lot of it. Where we're, I, I never really feel like I'm pulling stuff because I think they're, they've been prepared by those other um, group settings, meetings that we have, and um, Sunday morning, all of that stuff. Like the mindset, I think we do a good job of preparing them to be coached. I just realized that. Right mm, that's good. I think, well, I, that's been a huge part of our continuing, you know, um, evolution, if you will, in in the atmosphere, the culture, and the system inside the club, is it's it has been very intentionally uh, 
written and created around the idea of mastering the mindset because mm -hmm. we all know that if you can't get that, you're, this business isn't going to work. Yeah, like it is all about your mindset. Then we're yeah. really struggling. We really are. People, a lot of people have breakthroughs just at the first three days because they don't realize how like clogged up in their way of thinking they are. They're, They're so stuck. Yeah. yeah, and actually, I think we all are. Don't you think? Well, yeah. I, so I see it. There's see it this way. There's a there's a challenge to overcoaching. Right. You know, because again, it's easy for me to relate it back to the soccer, but you know, <coughs> when it comes through all the courses that I went through, got coached by a lot of great people. You know, if, if you've ever had kids in sport, you see the coach on the side of the field shouting and screaming, whether it's baseball, football, whatever it is. And over the last couple of years, they started to introduce a new rule into the coaches or new expectations that said, go buy a chair. Go buy a chair and sit down and coach. Because all your practice sessions are where you coach. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's where you study for your test, mm -hmm. and then the game day is your test. So... You can coach to a degree, but if you overcoach, you now stifle an individual's growth. personality growth. So as, as you said, Frank's door knocking is different to my door knocking. Yes. Well, we developed our own door knocking because we went out and practiced what works best for us. <laughs> you actually did And if you try and say everybody has to fit into this exact oh, mold, yeah. people will get discouraged because they can't fit into that exact Absolutely. mold. So you've got to allow that individual growth, and that's where... You know, for somebody like Amir, you know, pose that question, you know, he may feel sometimes like, I need more. I need more. Oh, yeah. But there's also a theory of, well, no, you've, you've got enough. Mm -hmm. Now go figure it out. Yeah. Because yep. that's where you really learn Seriously. rather than being, instead of being coached, you're actually being instructed and directed rather than coached. Well, there's some training that only experience can bring you. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I mean, right. just period. You just can't. You can't really replace experience. No. <laughs> and the value of it. As much as you would like to just read sure. a book. Sure. Sure. And, and be done. <laughs> that doesn't work. Just you know, like parenting. The, the, the other point that goes with what John is talking about is um, the coaches that are successful and can take that chair, mm -hmm. right, and sit on the sidelines and give the guidance and direction that's necessary, are the coaches that take the time mm -hmm. to understand who that player is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What their skill sets are, mm -hmm. right? where where their strengths and weaknesses are, what their ex past experience has been all about. Yeah. And so when you find someone who's willing to take the time to sit with you, learn about you as an individual, where you've been, what you've done, and they can then harness all of your successes mm -hmm. and what it took for you to be successful, mm -hmm. and point out to you that oh, you just need to do these things again and learn this language in this business. That's a game changer for everybody. For sure. Right. For sure. So there's, there's a lot of point. things that, that coaches have to have the ability to do. And it doesn't happen because one day we woke up and we said, hey, you know, I feel like I'm a coach today. Yeah. Right? That's, not, that's not what took place here. Every one of us has been through coaching, continues to be coached by you and Dave, mentored, and we continue to develop our skills, you know, book reading, listening to audio books, developing the skills that are necessary for us to do what we do. So that we can then relay the information to others and allow them to continue to grow based on their skills. Right. right? Yeah. So it's, it's, there's, a, there's definitely a, uh, a science to, to being a coach and to being a good coach. Sure. Oh, I think it's, it's art with science. Yeah. You know? It's an art with science. Do you have something? Yeah, this one's for John. Oh, jeez. Because, um, because it's Anita. Okay. Oh. She says she knows it's not about coaching. 
but she wants to know what those plans were. <laughs> what plans? The plans that you have on the video. On the, uh, the week in a minute. Do you know what? I've had two sleeps since then. I can't remember what I talked about. What did I talk about? The plans that you had in front of you. Oh, the plans. Oh, sorry, the plans. I thought you meant what plans I had in my head to go forward and everything. <laughs> ah, okay. That was, uh, it was a house in San Bernardino that's burnt down and is in the process of looking to be rebuilt. The homeowner is looking to cash out and just, I was bringing the plans today for Dave to look over to see if it made sense for us to take over that project. Yeah. And so, it didn't. Yeah. It's a, the house was exactly. burnt completely down and they left one wall. Yeah. Like one little section. One, one wall, yeah. In San Bernardino, which will be fine. We can totally work yeah. with that, but this part, it just didn't make, the, the details of this one didn't work. Numbers didn't make sense. The numbers didn't make sense. But, yes? Do um, Paul Mosqueda ask, do you coaches, board of advisors, still door knock for leads, or because of your experience, have other avenues of getting leads? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, John, we did it again, John? Yes, to all of Boom. those. I was always yes, making yes, the same yeah, thing. Yes. yes. I was yes. out door knocking twice last week. Yeah. I haven't been this week. I've just got too much on with walking properties and different things. And But I was out twice last week. I know I'm booked in for either two or three sessions of door knocking next week, in addition to everything else that we do. So, and that's, that's a great question mm -hmm. and a great answer to why we can coach people. Mm -hmm. Because we actually put the action in. We actually do the work. We're actually out there having the conversations, which is a huge difference, right? And and the reason the answer is yes to all of them, it's because we have to do that. I can't sit here and depend on the people I coach right. to find every opportunity that exists. Right. Right. So we have to still do our own lead generation. We have to look for our own leads, however that looks. Maybe it's mailers, maybe it's web advertising, maybe it's you know, Google Ads, AdWords, what have you. Right. There's a lot of different avenues that we use to generate leads. And and now I say that, right? Don't don't come to me or any of us up here or any of the coaches and say. Yeah, I want to get into this type of advertising because not everybody's ready for it. There's there's different things that you have to go through, and it becomes very challenging to try to take it on when you're just learning this business, right? So we want you to stick to the basics that we ask you to stick to. As your coach, follow our direction and go out and do it. Apply it, and you're going to develop the skills necessary to then move on to that next evolution in your career as a real estate investor. It's understanding both sides of it because how many let's say partner students have you come across that have, having had foundations, distressed property acquisition class, how many of them are ready to go knock on a door and feel comfortable with that conversation? Half virtually virtually not. Very few. Very few. Some feel comfortable having conversations, sure. but they still want to learn from you as to how it's done. So yeah. there's a two-fold part to the, to the coaching. One is to be able to teach a student how to door knock. The other, and have those conversations, the other is that, going back to that relationship side of I'm pouring in my time and effort to help you because you want to be coached because I want to coach you and because it's going to help your grow your business and my business. Mm -hmm. So there's two sides to it and you know, coaching is always necessary. Alright guys, thanks again for tuning in. Tune again next week. We'll have another, uh, another live session. We'll have another topic that should provide some value and just take heed of what we talked about today on the coaching side of things. It's important for you to find a coach that makes sense, that's going to give you what you need so you can grow and develop this business and take it to the next level. doesn't matter where you are. If you're a beginner, you're intermediate, or you're a pro, let's say, it doesn't matter. You always need a coach. You always need to continue to grow and expand your mind, your heart, your soul, and be out there serving people, all right? So yeah. take care. Have a great day.